And it does absolutely contribute to how we are. So exploring different emotions and how we express them that contributes to you being you, to us being us. We believe that because we have three of us right now on this podcast, mm-hmm. we might have three perspectives or 27,000 perspectives. Only. It depends on how many personalities we would have to be in perspectives. <laughs> okay, oh, Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Joe, Dr. Energy Piazza, and... Ra-Ra is in the house, Catherine and Sarah Myers. Welcome back to BU Network Podcast, conversations worth having. On our podcast, you can expect three things. The BU guest moment, which is a highlight from the guest that you heard leading off the show. The BU moment and the BU final moment, sort of what we call our takeaway moment. As promised, we are going to give you a special audible. On each show, your job, well, not really your job, but the thing that we ask you to do is to find it. You know the game, Where is Waldo? (laughs) Well, here we ask you to listen for the audible. Okay. Amazing. Thank you so much for all of everyone's energy and actually for the messages that we're getting while we're preparing for tonight. It's amazing. The energy is coming in. Dr. Energy, (laughs) we're getting it from all ends tonight. We're doing wonderful (laughs) things. (laughs) Recent full moon as well. What an amazing time, Friday the 13th, the time to clear and to have new beginnings. Mm. Two days later, have you felt anything new? Uh, I've I felt my, I haven't slept well the last couple of nights. I've been woken up in, in the middle of the night, both nights, and then it's uh, been left me a little tired, but I've had, had uh, a nap in the afternoon, so I'm ready to go. I've got the energy up again for this, and I'm ready to go. Well, that leads me, thank you for sharing that. That Mm. leads me to what's keeping you up at night? Is it that four letter (laughs) word that begins with F and ends with R? Because if there's something in your background, I won't say where, maybe it's about tonight's show. Maybe Maybe. you're thinking about the subject that we're going to talk about tonight. We have an awesome guest tonight, don't we? Yes, absolutely. I'm really excited about this. Yes, so am I. So why don't you give our guest's name and then I'll give the title about what we're talking about. Okay, our guest this evening is Cassandra Bourne. Thank you. And this evening, because it is dark out where we are, which is the perfect setting, because (laughs) we're going to be speaking to Cassandra (laughs) about fear. You know what that is, but it's not. But it's not. There's going to be another one. I wanted to see if I could get your attention. Cassandra, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Are you with us? Yes, I am. Excellent. Awesome. Welcome. Thank you. Tell me something, Cassandra. Were you afraid to talk about fear? Not at all. Tell us. Tell us about your wonderful attitude and how you face fear right in the eye. And we can chat about this tonight. Well, for me, uh, fear is a normal experience that every human has. And it is going to loom its 
face at all times when you least expect it. Sometimes you don't realize that you're going to be afraid of something. And sometimes you know it's coming. A big challenge is coming. And I love to walk through the fear. That's bravery. I think bravery is to walk through the fear. And you're going to get to the other side, you know. Um, you're always going to get to that other side eventually. And sometimes it is um, unavoidable. You're going to have to walk through the fear to get to the other side to accomplish whatever it is that you need to. So sometimes I really think you just need to take a big breath and head it face on with a big fat smile on your face. <laughs> Cassandra, is that like when we're in the car and we know we're speeding and we want to get somewhere and we're like, I know I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm going to do it anyway because I'm going to be late. Is that what you mean? Or we spoke a little bit earlier about your students and working through that. What, what kind of fear are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking more about major life challenges. Um, as a performer, say for example, you're headlining a show or you're a keynote speaker of thousands of people. And you know it's your great responsibility to basically, the whole show basically rides on your shoulders. Mm. Um, there's a lot of things you could be fearful of. You could be fearful of, do I look good? Um, is my brain functioning? Is my throat working properly? Um, do I know my lines? <laughs> Am I going to come in at the right time? Do I have the right entrances? It could be a million different things. Um, but I think that uh, preparation really is the thing that helps you to get through fear, fearful events and sometimes life events, things that happen just in life are terrifying. But you have to go through them to get to the other side and, and they're going to happen anyway. So either you can walk through them cowering and being timid and shy and afraid, or you can just take a breath and just um, sit on the fact that you are um, a person, a righteous person in your own worth. And, um, you know, you're going to get through it to the other end to the best of your ability. And usually the fear of something is much worse than the actual thing itself. Right. Well, th thank you, Cassandra. I have a thought that, you said something about speaking and what do you do to prepare your voice if you're going to be speaking versus presenting versus just going out for the night and hanging out with friends? What, what do you do? Well, I think that you should know your material, whatever it is that you're going to be speaking about. You definitely need to know whatever it is that you're speaking about. You have to know your stuff. Um, inside out, upside down, backwards. I think that if you are confident in what it is that you, it is that you do, what it is that you're going to present, then you can overcome your fear and, and just stick to the facts, the things that you know. It's a discussion. People want to hear you speaking on a special topic, for example. Then you go in with your material prepared ahead of time. And I think that that can remove a lot of the fear for sure. And in terms of preparing your voice, I think getting yes. rest eating well, eating healthy, um, being happy, sleeping properly, making mm. sure you're not late for something. You know what I mean? Um, just getting all the rest of your life kind of set up and in the schedule in a way that it's manageable so you don't feel as if you're on like the, your last string. You know what I mean? Yep. So I think that just getting everything else in your life balanced and prepared around what it is that you need to do will help the success and your voice to feel great. Is there a magic potion? Oh, sorry, Dr. Energy. Yeah, oh, my okay. gosh. That's okay. I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes. Okay. Cassandra, yeah. is, there a, is there a magic potion for our voice? 
Uh, hydration. <laughs> I think mm. hydration is a good one. Water, water, water is your best friend. Um, and stay uh-huh. healthy, you know, just staying healthy. Take your multivitamins, yes. get your rest. Um, don't drink a lot of alcohol and go smoking like a pack and a half of cigarettes. And like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's really common sense things, you know, and try to be happy. Don't be screaming at people all the time. You know, it's, I think really it's, if you're at peace a little bit more in your regular life, then your voice will be healthy as well. So just get your exercise, hydrate, sleep well, and get good nutrition. That's awesome. I remember um, a yogi, a yoga mentor uh, of mine taught us uh, an exercise to do on a daily basis for your for your voice and the nose and the ears and throat and stuff. And it was basically, he called it the male bumblebee. And it was basically you breathe in through your nose, almost like you're snoring. So you get that nasal sound and then you hum like a bumblebee afterwards. And it helps clear the ears and the nose and the throat and, keep, and warms up your vocal cords as well. So you're talking about like a lip trill, like a no, more like a, more like a hum deeper and deeper in the, in the, in the, in the throat to just uh, activate, uh, activate yourself. And get that resonance going, yeah, vibration, exactly. yeah, right. of vocal cords and it resonates into your sinus cavities and yep, exactly. tickles your ears as well. Yep. That's a great recommendation. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It sounds, sounds kind of gross when you're doing the snorting part, but <laughs> it really works. Yeah, interesting. Cassandra, you're going to hear something, and during the course of our show, there'll be an audible. Just wanted to give you that news. There will be something every podcast that we give our audience a, a treat, a task, however you want to look at it. Kind of like and where's listen- Waldo. Yeah, exactly. Like, where's all those? So if you hear an audible during the course of the show, uh, know that that's, that's part of what we're doing tonight. And I don't know if it will cut you off. And we won't intend for it to. But nevertheless, there will be an audible during the course of the show. I wanted to inform you of that. Well, so don't, you're welcome. Don't let it scare anyone. (laughs) Let's talk about, so Dr. Energy, let me ask you the question about fear. So how does fear work into your psyche? What do you do to fear? What do you do with it? Uh, It depends. It depends on what the, what the fear is. If it's something, you know, that I'm, I'm about to engage in that could be, you know, somewhat life threatening. I pay attention to it and say, okay, what, what can I do to uh, reduce the risk to bodily injury here? If it's something that's more psychic, for lack of a better word, mental fear of, you know, not, you know, about getting up in front of a room and speaking or meeting somebody new or something like that, then I'm just, I'm like, say, okay, look, this is just uh, nervousness, a little bit of anxiousness and, and we'll get through this the other side let's do it anyways it's not gonna it's not it's not anything that's gonna kill me so let's let's go for it okay thank you for sharing that Mm -hmm. (laughs) is there anything you want to ask cassandra or ask me because i have a bunch of questions (laughs) oh absolutely um the cassandra you mentioned about um speaking or singing or performing i know that you that you teach and coach in that uh, profession, how how do you see pro- fear manifesting in your students or yourself, and how do you help people work through that, or how do you work through that? 
Um, I would have to say, well, self is a different story than the students. It's almost sure. easier to talk about somebody else, right? <laughs> um, it's all, isn't that always the case, though? Um, I think in terms of students having fear of things, I, I could even just say um, having some new students this week, you could see certain, certain students, um, they manifested their fear in a physical manner, whether they right. seemed super hot or they were sweating or, you know, they were gulping a lot, you know, like swallowing right. a lot. Their eyes like seemed really big. Mm -hmm. They're clearly terrified. But, you know, I think uh, for myself, being a sensitive teacher, it's important to um, be aware of the fact that they are nervous, try to put them at their ease. And I would even... Um, I would address the issue right then and there. Just talk about the fear a little bit with, with the students. So, oh, it's kind of scary meeting a new person for the first time. And, you know, and then when they realize that you're just as human as they are, um, then I think that we can relax and have a little bit of a laugh. I think humor is a great way to get over fear a little bit with students, which is good. Um, in terms of having them be afraid of things um, in a technical manner, if they're afraid of not singing in tune, that kind of thing. Well, that is definitely an issue. Um, and that is something that we would have to address, but that that is something you don't need to be afraid of. Um, right. There's no reason to be afraid of not being in tune. Um, let's put our energy and our attention on how do we make it so it is in tune. Right. So what let's just focus on the solution rather than the fear or the problem. Yeah, exactly. So we address it and say, well, you know, let's not be afraid of it. Let's find what is it that we can do so we are in control of how we respond to feeling as if we might not be in tune. So, you know, there are things you can do, proper breath support, making sure you're actually listening with your insides of your ears to the center of the pitch that you're going to prepare for, making sure mm. that you're inhaling at the, at the pitch that you are aiming for, all these kinds of different things. Very cool. <laughs> Catherine, you said you had lots of questions. I do. I wanted to bring some music into this because we're talking about voice. Right. So let me ask Cassandra. Cassandra, let me see if I can get your opinion on a specific moment and from you, right? Because we can teach each other something on how we handle it. So I'm assuming that this is something that you've experienced. And if not, just play along with me. There's an audience of 500 people. There's an orchestra. There's music. The lights are dim. You're in a beautiful red dress. Mm -hmm. You've prepared. You've done everything. You know exactly what to do. You've done it a hundred times before, a thousand times before. It's another night on the stage. You're getting ready. The curtain's about to go up. The lights are about to go on and you draw blank. What do you do? Bite my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably bite my tongue and I first of all I would never be in that position because my mind is always practicing I would be practicing every second I would never not be practicing right. um, 
once I'm working on something, I'm living and breathing and singing it a million times in my head. I'd be having a conversation with you and having t- 10 different lines in my mind that I'm singing <sighs> at the same time. In fact, if you meet other professional singers, you'll find oftentimes once you hang out with them for a while, you'll see they're singing at you while you're talking to them. Mm-hmm. You're talking to them and they're singing something at you because they're not singing at you. They're just working through something in their head. Right. <laughs> so, um, I, if that happened ever, I would just bite my tongue and get very strict with myself. And um, I would not allow that to happen. But if it ever did, I would think that I would need a lobotomy or something. I would have just <laughs> <be surprised>. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. You're funny. <laughs> no, lobo- no lobotomies happening on this podcast. No <laughs> way. No way. Dr. Energy, let me ask you a question. You're yeah, about sure. to perform as you've done. Mm-hmm. You're a about to give your the best presentation you've given so far. You know it's ready. Right. Technology fails. Hmm. What do you do? Well, if there's if there's a moment to double check the technology, that's great. We can do that. However, I'm usually not usually. I'm always prepared with my material and know it so well as Cassandra mentioned that even without the technology I have other tricks in my bag as it were in my toolkit other tools in my toolkit to be able to convey the presentation the message that I want to share with people whether it be through storytelling or having uh, physical props or visual aids or something like that so always I'm always prepared for that or having you I often will bring a second laptop if I'm doing a presentation from a, from a laptop to a projector or an extra projector bulb just in case I try to think of ahead of time what could go wrong and be prepared for it thank you thank you so much and sometimes technology takes over and we can have <laughs> everything double of everything and yeah. It's just candles. Okay, and great. So you also want to can, you know, potentially have a good tech person there working behind the scenes, and they can be working on correcting it at, while you start your presentation without the technology. Support. So yes, what yes. I get out of that is a one-man show is not a good idea or one-woman show is not a good idea. It can be done, but it's preferable to have at least one other person there helping you out that can can take care of some business behind the scenes while you – her performing. Right. Awesome. I have another question and then I'll, I'll hand it over to you. Cassandra, what is, think about this. Maybe it's happened to you. Maybe it hasn't. Maybe it never did. Maybe it never will, but play with me on it. You're with someone and they're scared. How do you help them? Fear is facing them and they have the look on their face and they turn around to you and they tell you that they're fearful about the thing that they're fearful about, how do you handle it? Well, I've definitely been around situations where that has occurred. I think we all have. Um, I think the important thing is to acknowledge the fact that someone is afraid, um, mm-hmm. that they're not, they're not crazy for being fearful. We all have fear. Whatever reason it is, that, why exactly are you afraid? What are you afraid of? Mm. And why, why are you fearful? What is it that you are afraid is going to happen? You know, and um, then address it and talk it out. Talk out all the different possibilities of what makes this thing so fearful that it, 
is overwhelming to that person because it could be, you know, fear can be quite debilitating for many people. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes in the moment, it's overwhelming. The human body is really fantastically amazing. I mean, even the most put together person can have a total panic attack and think they're having a heart attack, you know? Yep. And um, I think definitely in that moment, it's important to address the fact that, okay, there is a fear here. It is happening. You are feeling this way. And so let's try to get the breathing happening first. Let's readdress some of the the attention to some physical ways to help ourselves calm that pulse rate down a little Mm -hmm. bit, get some breathing happening, Um, definitely making eye contact and maybe some physical contact by holding hands or something, just feeling a connection with that person so that they can lean on you for strength because in that moment they just need someone to help them get through it and um, just try to be an anchor that person right and then, you know talk talk through what it is that you're afraid of and maybe maybe you might be able to reduce that down to um a less scary thing you know for that person or even maybe even adding a little bit of humor depending on the situation you might be able to get them to giggle a little bit in which case that that might help relieve some of the fear i think once they calm down a little bit maybe getting if you're anywhere near um some water and wouldn't be hurt to put a little bit of cold compress on the back of their neck (laughs) (laughs) or on their face a little bit. But, um, you know, if you're not in that situation, I think really that human contact that I understand that you're afraid and I'm here with you, you're not alone. That is important for them to know that you're not alone and I'm here with you and I might not know everything that you're going through, but I'm not going to let anything bad happen to you while I'm with you and I'm going to help you through this. What a kind, considerate response. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that, Cassandra. Cassandra, do you have any questions for Dr. Energy or myself about fear? Oh, what is it that inspired you to choose fear as your topic for today? We, we might give you two different answers, so yeah. you want us both to answer? Sure. Okay, awesome. Ladies uh, first. Energy. Okay, fantastic. Okay, good. So I'll I'll give you an overall picture. So this series in our podcast, we are discussing emotions. And basically, there are 27 basic emotions. We have chosen 10 for this series of 10 podcasts. And our podcast shows are broken up into 10s until further notice. So the (laughs) 10, (laughs) the 10 subjects and emotions, exploring different emotions and how you express them that contribute to you being you. This is basically the outline. And fear being one of them, being a very, as you mentioned, very common emotion. And it does absolutely contribute to how we are. So exploring different emotions and how we express them that contributes to you being you, to us being us, we believe that because we have three of us right now on this podcast, mm-hmm. we might have three perspectives or 27,000 perspectives. On it. it depends on how many personalities we would have. How many perspectives we could pull out. It seemed like a very, very important, pertinent subject in day-to-day life and an emotion that we would feel on a daily basis for one thing or another from something as simple as, am I going to be on time? Or is that coffee going to taste the way I want it to taste to, are these the right shoes? I hope they don't hurt me again. 
to, oh my gosh, I can't believe that this is happening to me. Why me? So we chose the subject, my perspective, because in terms of on a day-to-day basis, it's an emotion that we feel on a day-to-day basis and it's not uncommon to others. Did I answer your question? Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, great. Dr. Energy. So I'm going to approach it from a, a, yeah, I mean, for part of the answer, you took part of my answer about the the series of 10 podcasts and the emotions. (sighs) However, what, what, when we were going through lists of people that we thought would be really interesting to interview and to bring their perspectives to the podcast to, to share something of value with our, with our listeners, the fact that that you, Cassandra, are the profession that you work in with with coaching and teaching people to sing and to perform, we thought that, or I thought that you would have come across many people with that fear. You know, I'm a Toastmaster, so I've seen this a lot as well with people joining Toastmasters, is as they have, a lot of people have this fear of standing up in front of a room and giving a speech, even if it's just to stand up and say thank, say thank you and speak for 30 seconds it freaks a lot of people out. And I've got to admit, even myself, after 25 plus years of doing this, I still get a little, I will say, I don't know if it's anxious, but I get excited. I get a little bit, a little bit uh, flushed um, and nerve, but with an, uh, a nervous energy that's like, okay, let's go, let's go do this. So I thought that have, with your experience of, of working with people in this profession, that you would have some really great ideas to share around fear and how to work with it and overcome it and still perform. Mm, Very good. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Catherine. I concur with you about how we felt with Cassandra's background and the people that she coaches and the expressions that she must work, walk people through and work Mm -hmm. through would be an excellent example of fear, but on the other side, fear with the light at the end of the tunnel, fear with the solution, because Cassandra, we see you as having the solution because it's our voice. When we can walk people through it as you can walk people through it. And if I might say, bridge them right to the solution, Mm -hmm. you have a handle on it and you do that on a regular basis. So the discussion of the topic of fear is important and choosing someone with your ability to do that on a daily basis with your level of expertise and experience makes for a wonderful conversation for people to understand Mm -hmm. that there's nothing to fear when fear is in the room. Right. And, and when it goes for people who are singing or speaking, even, I think um, a great part about that in terms of finding the solution for that situation is going back again to the content, addressing specific things, Um, even looking at a phrase of speech, for example, a sentence or a phrase that has a message in it, getting to the basics of what it is that you're trying to convey Mm. and making it very direct and specific, um, even to the point where which consonants are we going to emphasize here? Where is that placement within your mask of your face? And where are you going to breathe in this line um, to impart the energy that you need to move faster through the next thing to 
aim for the goal at the end. If we go specifically to direct things that we can do, I find that oftentimes the students don't have time to be fearful anymore because they're concentrating on the 10 things that I just told them that have to get done by the end of that phrase. And um, it's just focusing your attention in a different manner instead of not being in control. Like fear is very much in a, it's an involuntary response to a situation. Um, but I think that in order to get over the fear, oftentimes when you're speaking or you're singing, it is to concentrate on the things that you can control and start to put that person in control of, of what is coming out of their mouth. Mm -hmm. That is often the best way to do it because there's no time to think about fear when you're ready to have Cassandra in your face telling you, I need to hear an M there. I didn't hear you <laughs> in the right place. I thought you were leaning on that note. What about the alliteration here? What about the onomatopoeia that I want to hear in this area? You know, that kind of thing. So we just want to, be, or, you know, the, the crescendo of sound that you want to have increasing to get to your main focused heightened part of the climax of what it is that you're trying to say. So I think that if there are so many things that you are thinking about, you won't have time to, to let fear go in there. And you can right. take that fearful, nervous energy, those butterflies, and you can take them. And if you understand that it is just energy, it is almost like additional adrenaline that God has given you, which is amazing. It allows your brain to think faster and for you to concentrate on so many different things so that you can really get on top of your game and be a better performer in the end. Um, I think sometimes you can take that fear and turn it into energy. If you think of it as energy, it can help you as opposed to hinder you. That's awesome. I think that is, you know, being able to take that, that energy, like you say, and redirect it or refocus it into something positive. That's rare. You know, that's how we that's how we transform our lives, right? Just take that energy that's not working for us or that is kind of we perceive as holding us back and then shifting it into fuel to create the change, to create growth, to get to the other side. Absolutely. And quite honestly, until we as human beings are made very uncomfortable, we are not willing to move from our circumstance. <laughs> we will only move from our circumstance when it is extremely uncomfortable. And yep. sometimes it's difficult for those of us who can take a lot of crap. Yes. Because when we, we, we take it and we take it and we take it, we can handle it a lot. We should have probably moved a long time ago. Yeah. in certain aspects of our lives, for example. But because we're tough, we can handle it. We think we can stick it out. But sometimes right. we have to use intelligence and say, okay, look, this is really not happening well. So <laughs> let's move forward, yeah. Yeah, what's, what's that saying? Better the pain we know than the pain we don't know, right? Sure, and pain is the thing that can help us move sometimes. It's the thing yeah. that informs yeah. us that what we're doing is not working, that this is not serving you. Exactly. So I think this is this has been a really really great conversation I think and this and just what you've just shared I think creates a really nice uh, bracket or um, bucket to that holds this whole conversation that we've just been having and so I'd like to ask you one one last question and and we'll keep it short and to the point so we focus the energy if if you had to sum up about fear and using it to move forward in say one or two sentences, what would those one or two sentences be? Allow fear to inform you of what is not good. Mm -hmm. Allow fear to 
give you the impetus to move. Take that breath, move forward and do it with bravery, knowing that you have overcome everything else in your life up to this point. Every single time you've had a challenge, you've been able to move forward through it so that you've had a happy day afterwards. Mm. So whatever is the problem that is causing this great fear in you, it will not be the same problem tomorrow. There will be new perspectives that will come as you experience this fear and how you move through it will inform you about who you are. Excellent. That is beautiful. I, I want to say thank you very, very much, Cassandra, for being on with us tonight and sharing about fear and how we can overcome it and moving forward through the fear. Uh, it's been really, really enlightening for me, and I hope that uh, our listeners as well have found it very, very valuable. So once again, thank you. My great pleasure. Thank you for having me. Cassandra, Cassandra, thank you so much. Your voice is so peaceful. <laughs> Listening to your voice. What is your favorite note to sing in? My favorite key to sing in? Key. Your favorite key, yes. Anything minor. Thank you for that. I will remember that. It's awesome having you. You could tell that my, my notes and keys, I need a little tutorial on how to speak to you about that. <laughs> yep. Okay, you can come to me Thank for you. lessons, Catherine, anytime. <laughs> Thank you. Sign me up, Cassandra. Sign me up. Yes, Thank you absolutely. so much. Thank you for everything. We will list all of your contact information in our podcast, and our audience will be able to communicate with you. This has been awesome. Fear not. Then you are Thank with Cassandra. Thank Excellent. you so much. Thank you, Cassandra. Okay. Bye. 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 Of our podcast on Apple. Thank you. For show notes and links, go to www.b as in Bob dash u the letter u dot network forward slash podcast. Connect with us via our website www.b-u.network or build a relationship with us. Sign up to receive information, updates, and your free video training at www.b-u.network forward slash pro. Find out when our online courses, trainings, and presentations go live, and our face-to-face -face live events in 2020 in Toronto and Ottawa, Ontario. We're looking forward to hearing from you, and thank you for being with us. Ciao. Ciao, babies. Ciao.